0: I have seen a lot of shit go down in train stations, drunk harassers, drug seekers, and all sorts of insanity. I speak three languages, a local one and a French and English, and I've been using them nearly every day to get to school since fifth grade. For context, the station is in the country's capital, and I live closer to the airport than the city itself. And the story took place right after the end of the first lockdown two years ago it was summer and i was 15. i had just started commuting on my own my brother having finished school just a few months prior in the station there would be these knockoff christians that would try to get you to attend something or other usually they would leave groups of people alone unfortunately for me they would approach people who were on their own I would usually have a train to catch, or just be running through the station because I was bored I guess. I don't really know why I used to do that, but I did. Most of the time it would be fine, until one day there were train cancellations that affected me, so I waited in the station thinking of how I was to get home. As I was doing so, the knockoff Christians were doing their weird creepy sounds. This time it was a blonde woman who looked to be in her 50s. When they would go around and seek people out, I would usually reply in French, because that makes them leave. So I find a train that works, and I call my dad to let him know that he would have to pick me up from a different station. But I made one small mistake. I made the phone call in English. In the corner of my eye, I notice her, the weird creepy ladies on the train, and before I can hang up, She's already right by my side. By the time my phone was down, she started saying some random stuff about God. She then showed me a very strange unsettling video about a mass they had. To be honest, I wasn't paying attention to it, and more so to the full grown adult that decided to invade my personal space. I really couldn't tell you just how much I wanted to leave. I saw that the airport train station was the next stop, so I hatched a plan the station i planned on going to was fairly small and i thought a bigger one would be safer so i set up to escape i made an excuse to leave and i literally pushed past her and booked it until i could finally find a place to hide what made this terrifying was that i spent 10 minutes hiding and i saw her looking for me thankfully she didn't see me but i will never forget the look on her face it was horrific I don't know what she would have done had she found me those 45 minutes of the station were really terrifying and i really hope i never have to deal with that again they disappeared for a year but they did come back once and they were handing out some weird mini medallion things but luckily i haven't seen them since So here's a couple of backstory points before I get to the story itself. 9-11-2001 happened when I was in third or fourth grade and I often ended up visiting Chicago during the summer for garage sale season with my mom before and after that happened. I live in the Northwest suburbs because of the public school system being a lot better there than the city itself. That second part is very important because the story takes place in the summer of 2002. We'd often end up walking all over various areas of Chicago to get cheaper parking, and just go to places in the city itself. My mom and I had decided to go to the Field Museum in Chicago for a particular day instead of going to the garage sales, but my mom didn't want to pay for parking, which is super expensive up there most of the time. So we took the L train up towards that area pretty early in the morning, there's more than one route on the Yale, but I don't remember which color route we were on. All the Yale routes are named after colors for reference. Our L got stopped in the middle of the city for some reason, with no explanation after a ride from the suburbs. We were only around one-half to two-thirds of the way to the correct train stop. We were waiting for a couple of hours in the train car with no explanation. This was weird but nobody had a clue why this was happening. My mom, being the sort of person she is, had me leave the train with her by going to a side door with no one else noticing. We snuck off the train and ended up catching a bus. We had a really nice day out visiting the Field Museum until we used a different train to go home at around two to three p.m. My mom and I had dinner together in our condo later that night with the Chicago news on. Apparently, That L route that had been stopped most of the day was due to a bomb scare. Someone had left a teddy bear in a different car on the exact L train that we were on that day. The cops ended up blowing up the backpack since they didn't know what it was. My jaw was almost fully dropped from this since the announcer basically said that it was really lucky that it wasn't what they suspected that it was. If it had actually had a bomb and anyone had gotten off, The entire L train could have ended up blowing up right in the middle of Chicago. My mom was really frustrated about that whole situation. It's really great to think that one of my luckier moments was literally not accidentally being blown up to bits because someone left a damn backpack on a train route, and that none of the train personnel bothered to announce overhead to not leave the train. I have also had some very other lucky while looking back on it very scary moments to think about in my life, but that was one of the ones that just really sticks out to me. So for context, I'm a 25 year old woman, but I'm often mistaken for someone a little younger. I'm about to move to another city with my fiance Basil. And this particular day was my last day at my job and i was pretty sad about it as i really loved this job we didn't own a car and we haven't for about a year so we rely on public transit as we live in a bigger city in the pacific northwest that has fairly good public transportation generally it feels mostly safe but every once in a while something scary happens like what happened today as we're moving Most of our belongings are already packed, so we can't really cook. So we decided to take a streetcar to the McDonald's in our city. It was a longer ride, around 20 minutes or so. For the first few stops, we were sitting alone towards the back of the streetcar. Eventually a man gets on, and he walks over near where we are. I don't think too much of this, until I start to notice he's acting strange. A little paranoid almost looking around a lot and fidgeting quite a bit at this point i just assumed then he may be on something as addiction is pretty damn common in this area the man sits down in a close seat but just a bit forward into the side of where we are and that's when i noticed something strange the man had originally been wearing sweatpants but they weren't on anymore it then dawned on me that he had pulled down his pants, and they had set around his ankles now. Starting to get worried for our safety, I immediately take out my phone, and I send a text to my fiancé about what was happening. From where she was sitting, her back was mostly towards the man, so she hadn't seen this happening. I glanced back at the man again, and I was shocked to see this man very openly now touching himself. And immediately, I felt incredibly uncomfortable. I was assaulted at a young age multiple times, so I immediately knew that we needed to get out of this situation. I texted Basil again, quickly telling her that we need to move somewhere else, and I told her what I saw. We went up to the front of the streetcar, letting the operator know, but by this time the man had gotten up and had left the streetcar, so there really wasn't a lot we could do at that point. I'm very grateful that I'd been paying attention before something worse happened, but that alone felt so violating, and it was very scary for me. I'm really happy my fiance didn't actually see it happening. Make sure you're paying attention to all your surroundings. Who the hell knows what else this creep had planned? When I was about 15 or 16 years old, About 2010 to 2011, myself, my best friend, and his brother at the time all rode the bus to school. To be clear, it was public transportation. Every morning, we would meet up at the busy intersection and wait for our bus to come. To give a little backstory, I'm a 5 foot female and about 145 pounds. And my best friend was about 6 foot tall and probably over 300 pounds with his older brother being about 5'6 and fairly slim. Well, one morning we're standing on the corner as usual, and they realized they both forgot their buses and wallets. I had offered to cover the bus fare for them so that they wouldn't be late to school. As I was pulling out my wallet to each give them the $1 student fare fee, a woman begins yelling, Leave that girl alone! I then quickly realize from afar that she sees a small girl giving two large guys money. I quickly speak up, and I tell her it's okay, that they're my friends. She then continues to ask a series of religious questions, but not like how a missionary would. These questions were based around what sins we commit, and racial things too. One thing that really struck me as odd was her extreme dislike for people of color and how Jesus told her, and I quote, Jesus told me that all blacks are going to burn in hell for their sins. The thing that really made me scratch my head, though, was that she was a black woman herself, so we do our best to ignore her, as the center section has its fair share of crazies. The bus arrives, and of course she gets on it with us. Her attention focused on me, and begins repeating for the almost 15-minute bus ride. Jesus is telling me you're going to hell. You're going to hell, sweet girl. Now, I am and was an atheist, and kind of just had the whatever attitude. We get off at our bus stop, and we talk about how weird that encounter was, and we eventually just go about our day. I rode that route until I graduated in 2012. From time to time, I would still see her, and she would always tell me I was going to hell. Still, this didn't bother me. The part that becomes extremely unsettling is fast forward to about 2013 to 2014. I'm now on the bus with my baby who's about 6 to 7 months, and he's able to ride in the carrier in a stroller to where it allowed both visors to meet and cover him. This is important. We're on the bus not too far from the area that I used to wait for the bus when I was in school. I see she's about to board, and I then immediately closed the visors on the carrier and stroller and do my best not to make eye contact. As soon as she got on, she then spotted me and approached me. The first thing she said in a very creepy tone was, I would like to see your baby. I sternly told her and very loudly, No, you're a stranger and I will not be showing you my baby. Please go take a seat somewhere else. She then calmly said fine your baby will see you in hell i get off at my stop and run a few errands which led me on several different bus routes all throughout the day and even to the other end of the city which would have been a decent one to two hour ride i'm at my final destination before taking the long ride back home and i'm in line as i'm standing there I'm glancing around to see if there's any trinkets or last minute items that I may want to add to my purchase. Right at that moment, I realize this lunatic is right behind me in line, like literally directly behind me. My baby was asleep, so I had the visors up already. When she realizes I've noticed her, she asks again if she can see my baby. I'm a little frightened but I'm also pissed off that she keeps wanting to look at my baby. I once again tell her no, and I begin to look around for a security guard or employee walking around. Before I could react, she then tells me, I told you years ago, girl, and I'll tell you again. You're going to hell, and your baby's going with you. This terrified me. All these years, I assumed that she was just a crazy lady, and the going to hell thing was just her thing. When I realized she remembered me, it really shook me. Before I could even say anything or react, she just calmly walked away. Shortly after that experience, I ended up buying a car, and I never saw her again. I never saw her again, and if I do, I promise I will not be as polite. I know this isn't as scary as all the other stories out there, but the fact that she wanted to look at my child and tell me that we're going to hell was one of the creepiest things I've ever experienced. I'm a 25-year-old male metro driver in New York. I've been doing this job for two years, and I love my job like nothing else. However, I had experienced the worst thing that can happen in this kind of environment. I had been doing a late night shift a couple of days ago, starting from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. It's always kind of catchy to walk around the stations in the middle of the night, but I kind of got used to it. So I was walking down to my metro around 11pm to depart for my next service, when I noticed something strange. There was a man standing near the driver cabin door inside the metro cabin, and he was looking at the door. I kindly asked him, Hey sir, is there anything I can help you with? He seemed like he either didn't care or did not hear what I was asking, so I raised my voice and then said, Sir, I need you to step away from the driver cab door, as it's a restricted area. The man suddenly gave me the most disturbing look, then said, Are you the driver? I was confused, as I was literally in my uniform and had my employee badge on, so it was obvious I'm the driver. Yes, sir, I'm the driver. Is there a problem? The man took out a knife, and then said to me, You got two seconds to get the hell out of here, or you die." I started running towards the exit, while also shouting for the officers patrolling the exit of the station upstairs. I explained what happened, then they drew their guns and stormed down the stairs. But as you can imagine, the guy was gone. They reviewed the CCTV, and they confirmed that the guy is actually wanted for attempted murder. I was shocked. The officers took my statement and details, and they said they'll keep me updated on the case. A week went by, and I actually got a call from a detective saying that the man in question was finally arrested, and that when they questioned him about this encounter in the metro, he said that he was watching me for weeks, and that after his failed murder, he decided to try someone else who was more isolated. This is the most disturbing thing to have happened to me during my entire life. In 2016, I was in my first year of college. I had just finished class for the day at 6 p.m. A coursemate and I decided to go over to one of the banks in my campus so that I could withdraw some cash to pay for my transportation home. After my withdrawal, we patiently waited for the shuttle to take us off the campus when we were then approached by a private vehicle. The driver got out of the car and tried to talk to us. Me, particularly. Damn. I can still remember his facial features he was very dark and ugly he asked to drop me off at home and i foolishly agreed because i didn't want to take the bus home i said goodbye to my friend and we went on our way i can almost remember all of the conversations we had he introduced himself talked about where he worked and you know all the basic stuff he claimed to work for one of the prominent oil firms And that he had just got off the rig i nervously said okay because i thought it was tons of tmi i mean it's the first time meeting me and the conversation gradually became sexual and i became really uncomfortable the guy then offered me thirteen hundred dollars to have sex with me and right then and there i knew something was wrong with this guy i calmly refused and his facial expression then changed he seemed angry He then parked somewhere while trying to still convince me to have sex with him, but I didn't budge. He then exited the vehicle, opened his trunk, and pulled out a backpack. He claimed that it contained money, but I still refused. I was now getting visibly frustrated, and I had asked him to drive me home, which he did actually do. When he was getting close to my house, he then diverted, and it was that moment that I knew I fucked up. I started screaming but he just drove faster. Me being 16 years old, as you can imagine I was scared shitless. He then asked me for my phone, money and my bag. When I handed it over to him, he asked me to get down, stand there and that he would be back. After that, he zoomed off in his car, leaving me there. I then immediately booked it. I crossed to the other side of the road. Stopped a taxi, and I explained to the cabbie all that transpired, and he then drove me home without even taking any money from me. I guess that he felt bad for me for everything that happened. When I finally got home, I explained to my mom, but I didn't tell her the full truth because I was really worried she'd beat my ass. I was absolutely traumatized by this for the whole rest of the year. In 2019, I boarded a public vehicle. It stopped briefly to pick up a passenger. I wasn't really paying attention because I was on my phone, and I was also listening to some music. I noticed that the passenger sat right next to me, but I didn't look in his direction. Then suddenly, I had felt a tap on my shoulder. I turned to my side, and it was him. The same fucking weirdo driver from before. The man who robbed me was now giving me a horrific smile. And then saying hi to me i started screaming then asking the driver to stop and i jumped the fuck out of the car once he did the driver kept asking me what the issue was but i was just in so much of a shock that i couldn't even say a word the one thing i'm very grateful for though is that i wasn't raped or killed don't be as stupid as i was and never hop in a stranger's car you might not make it out alive Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night everyone, and remember, to always, stay.